Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fearless. We're digging into four things you can do to stay in business in a bad economy. I'm going to start with my number one favorite tip that you always have to be doing with your business and can apply right now with the economy in question. Evaluate and change your brand message. During tough economic times, consumer behavior and priorities shift. It's crucial to evaluate your marketing and messaging strategies often. Put your customer first. What do they need to hear right now? What are their fears? Adjust your message to resonate with them. Highlight the unique value your business provides in addressing their fears. In a bad economy, people are scared of not having money. They still buy, right? Prime Day was a record-breaking sales week last week for Amazon sellers. So we know people are still spending money, but the marketing message just has to shift. Here's an example. Maybe you're a kitchen brand that has messaging and posts about how to be the top chef in the kitchen with expensive seafood, the highest quality of ingredients, and maybe the best steaks out on the market that have been aged for 30 to 45 days. Well, now you could shift your messaging to use your same product to prepare budget-friendly, delicious meals, and wow, all your neighbors and friends or just your family. You could even start a blog series or maybe like a social media campaign or, hey, even a podcast. You can address common concerns during tough economic times with topics like eating healthy on a budget or wellness hacks for stressful days. Now that I just brought up social media and blogging, and that kind of leads us to connecting. So I'll jump into another one of my tips is you need to be listening and pay attention to what you are obsessing over. Because in challenging times, seeking advice and guidance is essential. And yes, I'm talking to you as a business and a brand owner. You want to be listening and paying attention so that you can get advice and guidance. I sold my first million dollars on Amazon in 2021, and that was when supply and demand was brutal. I would be told, hey, your product will arrive to you in three months. Well, guess what? It did not arrive until seven months later. My business could have gone completely under, or I would have had to put it on hold until supply and demand and shipping costs got sorted out. But I was able to lean on my mentor, Jamie Davidson, a lot that entire year. I was listening to his experience, insights, and best practices as he had been selling on Amazon for many, many years before me. Identify mentors and industry leaders who have successfully navigated similar economic hardships Jamie and I also just went to the Driven Mastermind. This is a mastermind that costs $25,000 to be a member of. The reason that it is worth spending this money is you are around the top minds in the industry so that I can stay on what is relevant to our business. Attending relevant workshops, webinars, conferences are a guaranteed way to stay up to date on the latest trends and strategies that are taking place 
right now. So it helps you with shifting into maybe the things that weren't working in the past for you are not going to work anymore. Or maybe now that the economy has shifted, those things that weren't working six months to a year ago, they're going to work. And this is how you can shift and use them today. And that's really some of the stuff that I was able to learn over the past week. And one other tip just on that topic is I also need to stay in my lane and focus on my company's unique strengths. You don't want to get lost in obsessing over competitors or comparing yourself to other people's journeys, especially when you're in the room with these brilliant minds. It's easy to compare yourself. So part of this tip is be careful what you're obsessing over. So stay in your lane, focus on your business. That's something I'm working on as well. Moving into tip number three, embrace innovation and adaption. In a bad economy, businesses that embrace innovation and adapt quickly are more likely to thrive. Be open to trying new technologies. Maybe shift your business model a little bit. Try some strategies that you know will meet challenging customer needs. This is a time to embrace all of your customers, even maybe the difficult ones. You might have to change your messaging or build an email list or something for customers that need a little extra love from you. Encourage your team to contribute ideas and foster a culture of creativity. We have to embrace innovation and give our businesses a competitive edge so we can open up new opportunities for growth. And that is something I want to say again. You need to open up new opportunities for your business to grow during economic downturns. I think this isn't a time to hold tight to your customers and what you're doing. You really need to think, hey, where can I reach out and where can I grow right now? Is it emailing your customers? Is it messaging them on social media? Giving customers a personal touch to connect with you as a brand and just as a human does lead to loyalty and sales. And I believe that it is even more needed when there is a question in the in the economy and people are scared about spending money. They want to feel, and see, I said the word feel, right? They're going to purchase off of a feeling and they want to feel like they trust you and they have a connection with you. Speaking of connection, here's tip number four. And this is not last but least, but this is also one of my top favorite tips is build partnerships and collaborate. And especially in economic times that might be challenging, collaboration is a powerful strategy. So look for opportunities to collaborate with other businesses, maybe suppliers, organizations where you can leverage each other's strengths and resources. Pooling expertise and networks can lead to cost saving for you and open up new markets. Strong partnerships can also provide support and a sense of community, helping you navigate through tough times together. So I'm saying community for also you to feel supported and pushed through and keep in the right mindset so you can serve your customers. So I like doing joint marketing campaigns. So here's, here's an example. Say you have an eco-friendly kitchen product and you want to collaborate with an eco-friendly dog product company, right? Because most dog owners have a kitchen. You want to highlight the importance of sustainable products and packaging together 
and through social media posts, joint email newsletters, co-branding your content. You can raise awareness about your product and their product and how they complement each other. And here's an absolute bonus that comes with it. You share your customer base. By combining your customer bases and leveraging each other's networks, you can expand your reach to a broader audience. This is cross-pollination at its best. It introduces your product to a potential new customer who shares an interest in sustainability. Collecting customers' email addresses and social media contact details are more than important in, than ever before. I will host another 15 minutes of Fearless specifically to how you can collect customer details very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless. Fearless.